In this moment, I acknowledge that there is only one, one creative intelligence, one spirit, one God. And I know this one is united with each one of us. The divine urge to create is present in each one of us, as each one of us. I am remembering that principle has no precedence, meaning that what came before, what we each experience, or what is occurring now does not need to continue. There is no spiritual law that supports that. We are fully equipped to create our lives, to choose and choose again and choose again. We are automatically blessed with that volition or choice of the divine. I'm so grateful for this realization to realize our freedom, our freedom to grow, to evolve, to change. I am so thankful for today, this beautiful day. Knowing that as Lucinda gives her lesson, that each one of us hears exactly what we need for our next evolution, for our next highest envision and version of ourselves. Knowing my word has power, knowing that it is already done, I simply release it. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. Thank you, Sheree, for the beautiful prayer. Good morning. morning. My name is Lucinda Alton. I am a prayer practitioner here with Misty Clark. And I want to welcome you home. Welcome you home to our beloved community and welcome home to your own Misty Clark. This month, we are beginning anew. And today we'll be taking a look at what kind of gifts the past has for us as we move forward. So let's begin by relaxing. Close your eyes if you're comfortable doing so. Take a slow, deep breath, breathing in peace. And release it, breathing out love. Breathing in peace. Breathing out joy. In your mind's eye, see yourself surrounded by energy. Feel that energy sinking into your body, starting with your scalp. As the energy flows through 
your body, feel yourself relaxing. As the energy flows smoothly in, feel your scalp relaxing. Your eyes are loosely closed, if they're closed. Feel your ears relaxing. Your jaws. Your neck. Your shoulders and arms relax against the chair. Your chest, your abdomen. Feel that energy running down your spinal cord and your whole back just relaxing into the chair. Releasing any ten tension that you might be holding. Feel your thighs relaxing. Your calves. Feel your feet relaxing as you feel the energy flowing from you deep to within the earth. In your relaxed state, join me in recognizing that we are all connected to one another. Each of us is a perfect <laughs> manifestation of the one. In your mind, see the web that connects us. A gossamer web, so delicate, but so strong and unbreakable. Humans, plants, animals, we're all connected. We are a global community made up of countless bright sparks of light. Each of us is a point of God's radiant light. Each point individual, each different than any other point of light. And the absence of even one of those points of lights would dim the overall light. I stand in awe and gratitude as I contemplate this web of God. Feel this connection that we have to each other as we share a heartfelt time, intention for our time together. We are caretakers of the earth's animals, plants, and nature working systems. We acknowledge our responsibility to one another as human family and to nature's delicate ecosystems that are so necessary to Mother Earth, our home.
as humans, we know that sometimes taking a look at the past is the best way to move forward. We can draw strength from the past to help us on our way. As Steve Jobs stated in his 2005 commencement address for Stanford University, you can't, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and has made all the difference in my life. Before we go any further, I want to caution against spending too much time in examination of the past. We want to be sure that we do not carry the our past traumas forward to become our present or our future. As an example of how our past can become our present and our future, if we aren't careful in her book, why people don't heal and how they can. Carolyn Miss talks about a time when her friend was asked if she would be able to give someone a ride on a certain date. And her friend became furious because the man was unknowingly asking her for help during the time when her support group was supposed to be meeting. This was her support group for a childhood drama. She had created a family for herself as a victim of her past. As Reverend Diana said, while there are benefits to looking back and carrying the blessings forward, giving thanks for all we have experienced, bringing us to where we are here and now. We also do ourselves a disservice when we claim that we, who we are, who we've been in the past is who we are in the present. This is a way of bringing the past into the future that limits who we can be or become. And what we can have and experience going forward. We need to leave the past in the past. So how can our past experience serve us? Well, we can ask ourselves questions like, 
what was this experience trying to show me? It's possible that a past experience taught you how to stand up for yourself. A bad experience might have taught you how to endure many things without giving up. Might have helped you become stronger. A past loss or near loss might have been trying to show you the importance of being grateful for what each day brings. I think that when we ask this kind of question, we too often look at negative experiences. A past experience might have taught you how to trust. A past experience might have taught you how to fully engage in playing, enjoying yourself. How to dance without caring if anyone is watching or not. A positive experience from your past might have helped you develop confidence. Maya Angelou said, I have great respect for the past. If you don't know where you're coming from, you don't know where you're going. I have respect for the past, but I'm a person of the moment. I'm here and I do my best to be completely centered at the place I'm at. Then I go forward to the next place. You might ask yourself, how has this experience changed me? Greek philosopher Herodicus said, no man ever steps in the same river twice for it's not the same, same river. And he's not the same man. One of the things that can happen in a less than positive experience is that you'd might, you might develop what's called survival skills. And that might look like being funny, being able to make other people laugh without even trying or appearing to try. Or you might've developed hyper-awareness, always looking over your shoulder. You might've become a caretaker, always making sure that everyone else is happy often at your own expense. You might have become convinced that you are useless, ugly, less than. The trick here is to release the behaviors that no longer serve you, to release the beliefs that no longer serve you while retaining those that do. For instance, let go of the hyper-awareness. Let go of the belief that you are somehow less than anyone else. But maintain your sense of humor and the ability to make others laugh.
Another question you might ask of a past experience is, how am I stronger now? We know that each experience changes you, helps to shape the person you are becoming. So what are the strengths that past experiences might have given you? From past experiences of not giving up, you may have developed resonance, patience, perseverance. From past experience, sometimes a less than positive experience can teach us compassion, empathy. I once asked a suicidal client if she was willing to believe that one day she might be able to see a gift as a result of her experience. She also very politely told me that she didn't think so. And as a result of my experiences, I was able to, to tell her that at least she answered that question much more uh, politely than I had several years earlier when someone put it to me. And we both laughed. Being able to use the humor that I had developed helped me to begin to help her. When we're in the middle of a situation, it can seem like it's never going to end but all things come to pass. And when we do the work of not only acknowledging these experiences and looking for the gifts, but also of releasing them, we not only grow ourselves spiritually, but also help ourselves in many ways that we might not even be aware of. In an article written for Gayam magazine, Deepak Chopra says, it's not easy to deal with painful experience emotions head on, but it's a key to good health and well-being physically, mentally, and spiritually. If we don't deal with pain when it occurs, it will resurface as compounded emotion, emotional toxicity later on, showing up as insomnia, hostility, and anger, or fear and anxiety. As a further complication, if you don't know how to deal with feelings of anger and fear, you're likely to turn them inward on yourself, believing it's all my fault. That guilt depletes our physical, emotional, and spiritual energy until any initiative or movement feels impossible. We feel exhausted and paralyzed, leading to depression. An article on the website familydoctor.org states, your body responds to the way you think, feel, and act. 
This is one type of mind-body connection. When you are stressed, anxious, or upset, your body reacts in a way that might tell you that something isn't right. For example, you might develop high blood pressure or a stomach ulcer after a particularly stressful event, such as the death of a loved one. So how do we go about releasing an experience? We start by acknowledging that it happened to us. Yes, this was my experience. And then through meditation and prayer, we release it. An internet search on releasing emotions with meditation will give a variety of options. So find one that fits you. And with the release of each challenging experience, we feel lighter. Close your eyes if you are comfortable doing so and take a slow, deep breath. Breathing in peace. Release your breath. Breathing out joy. Breathing in peace. Breathing out love. In your mind's eye, see a door in front of you. Go through the door and you find yourself on a path. Follow the path, noting that it is a beautiful day. The path leads to a park on the side of a lake. There is a bench facing the lake and you can see that there is someone sitting there. When you are closer, you realize that this person is you from a challenging time in your life. Sit down on the bench. It seems that former you has something to say to you. Listen carefully. Listen deeply. What are the gifts that have arisen from your challenges?
as the music gently begins. Ask this version of you what you need to release from this experience. Thank your former self. Then return to the room. And relax, allowing yourself to enjoy the gifts you have received from your past self, knowing that it is okay to let that go now. I invite you to know with me that spirit is moving powerfully through each of us and through each of our lives and through our beloved community. Individually and collectively, we are a powerful spiritual influence on our world. As we evolve in consciousness, the benefits of our growth ripple out, blessing the entire world opening our hearts and opening our minds we gather the blessings of the past we draw strength from the past and open into a greater good that we have ever before envisioned as we face the future ready to take part in the growth of our beloved community and all of the good that the future brings Keeping your eyes closed. Check in with your body and allow yourself to relax. See the energy flowing through your body. And as it flows through, see the new energy pulling out all of the old used up energy. Feel yourself being cleansed of all the energies, behaviors, and experiences that no longer serve you. Thank them and release them. You don't need them anymore. And as you release the old from your body, Feel all the empty space being filled up with bright, bright, vibrant energy. New possibilities. New experiences. New growth. Ready to meet the totally awesome human being that you are. It's a joy to get to know you, it's a joy to get to know you, and I really am liking to share in your world, it's a joy to get to know you, it's a Share. Yeah.
So, for your homework this week, don't you love it? <laughs> you coming in here, you get homework. Notice which experiences, both great and not so great, have an impact on you. Ask what each is trying to tell you. It might be as simple as a message, as a reminder, to stop and enjoy the moments and ask each one for the gifts that they have for you. Please join me in envisioning a world where there is plenty of food, including dessert <laughs> for everyone to eat. A world where each person's needs are met daily A world where each person is valued for exactly who they are, who they choose to be. Where differences are celebrated. A world of peace and joy. 
Please let my words speak for you. There is one source and every person, place, object and experience is from that source. A source for whom there are no impossibilities and no lack. And as I stand here in this moment, I am deeply grateful knowing that that energy that flows through me and through each of us is that source. I am grateful for the gifts that I have been given. Grateful for my God having my back as I travel through this experience I call life. Grateful because I know that all is exactly as it needs to be in this moment of time. Grateful that just as God has my back, God has the back of each person here 24 seven. Knowing that each experience turns out in the highest and greatest interest of all. And I say thank you, Father, Mother, God, and so it is. Amen. Please repeat after me as we affirm, there is power in our prayer. There is power in our prayer. There is power in our vision. There is power in our vision. We are creating a more beautiful, peaceful world. We are creating a more beautiful and peaceful world. Right here and right now. And right here and right now. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. Amen. We can sometimes become stuck when we're releasing an experience. Please know that the practitioners are here for you. If you need prayer support in getting through to the gift or for any reason. Each Sunday, <clears throat> excuse me, we invite you to join in the celebration of the work we are doing in the world by sharing your financial good, should you choose to. And we are definitely in awe of your generosity. Thank you. If you are at home, you can go to mysticheart.org to use our donate button or to find our mailing address. We also have a gracious giving program for those who would like to make a heartfelt monthly commitment so that we can more effectively plan our growth and our monthly spending. I would be happy to give you more information. As we move into this time of giving, let these words come from your heart, knowing the power of your word, and please feel our deep appreciation for your gifts. As I awaken to the God within me and around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance for this act of giving. I bless this act to move forth it heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance. It is. Amen. Please enjoy a pass a blast from the past.
Just knowing joy in this moment. So grateful for the abundance, the abundance of your giving of your heart. Knowing that your gifts bless us and bless one another and radiate out from here to the larger community, not knowing how far those gifts go and circulating back. Just recognizing that law of circulation, knowing it always works. In this state of gratitude, I pass my prayer to Lucinda. And I am so deeply grateful for each and every person here and each and every person who will be hearing my voice and is hearing my voice. Grateful for the gifts that we receive, both the gifts financial and in so many different ways. Service, laughter, joy. I'm grateful that I can spend time with my family each week. And I am grateful and looking forward to all of the new verses, to the new songs that my family will be singing. And I say thank you, Father, Mother, God. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. A couple announcements. Tuesdays, three to five, Michael Bordeaux's book club. The current book is Church of the Wild. How Nature Invites Us into the Sacred. Donations appreciated and welcomes are welcome anytime. Thursdays, three to five, Metaphysical Bible, led by prayer practitioner Chris Johnson. No knowledge of the Bible is necessary. Drop-ins are welcome. Saturday, February 5th, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., Mystic Morning Brew with prayer practitioner Lucinda Alton. We have a little change in format. Our topic will be what are you planting? So bring your own flower pot. It is on Zoom, but you're going to have your flower pot on the during during the morning brew. And for more information, contact Lucinda. Shrink your carbon footprint. Gently used treasure sale. Got stuff? Contact Chris Foytier for how you can get involved with our April 30th parking lot sale. Keep your eyes on the weekly announcements. More new activities to come. If you'd like prayer support, we have prayer request cards and envelopes on the fireplace over here on the side of the room as well. If you'd like to meet with a prayer practitioner in person, I'm available for a quick prayer after the service. Or contact one of our Mystic Heart practitioners for a full session during the week. Our contact info is listed in the bulletin and on our website, as are all the Mystic Heart events and activities. To continue the celebration, there is food and fellowship next door immediately following. And let's stand and sing our closing song. Video, no guitar. Here we go. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yay. All together, Nothing hand in hand, hand, we see the light. We take a stand and we are changing. All new light for you and me. Take your past and set it free and share this blessing. Love be with you. Peace enfold you. Spirit lift you, breathe it in. Truth comes through you, 
make it flow to you. Let joy renew you until we meet again. Love be with you.